Coming up next, markets continue to be all over the place this fall. Both stock and bond funds and portfolios have been volatile. We're going to talk about the biggest issues we see in portfolios that are causing people problems and how to end up with your own turn off the TV plan to help ignore short-term volatility. And now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street from the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham, this is The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and the partners are regulars on this show as well, Clear Hair and Jack Young. Russ, 25 years in the financial arena. Russ, early years on Wall Street trading desk. I know we're going to get to Russ's uh, well update on, on Wall Street and the markets for this week. But Russ, it is uh, Halloween weekend. And we, well, you've actually got some scary stuff to talk to us about in a moment, but we do have a big show coming up. As yeah, we got some good Halloween related content. So thank you for the, uh, the you know, the, you know, monsters or whatever type, you know, uh, oriented. So when you look back, can you believe that a show like the monsters was actually a show? They had some. Well, think about this. What were people doing when they sat around a room and created the concept for a TV show where a nun fly would fly a flying nun? <laughs> you know, they. I dream of genie. They got it all. Right. right they it, do. Anyway, now on all the different streaming platforms, you can really get whatever you want. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. You know, vampires. You know, you name it. So. Plenty of content, and of course, all the all the TV channels are now playing all their like scary movies. Which, by the way, I don't like. I'm like, you, you know, don't. Life is, life is, you know, there's enough going on in life already. The markets are scary. That's like, true. I don't need, you know, some guy with a knife behind a door. I don't need that. <laughs> now you get uh, scared anyway, by the market. What's scary this week? We you've talked about we fall volatility. Be, we try not to be. You know, we're. We're not frightened of the markets if we've planned properly, but if right. we haven't planned properly, we are frightened. And it is, frankly, just a little bit scary what the sort of the status of the markets and the economy right now. And, you know, I think people are feeling it. And obviously the geopolitical situation, we got Ukraine, we got what's going on in the Middle East is not helping. But if you've been feeling jittery in your portfolio, you know, if we now to sort of stake, take stock of where we are for the year, well, gee, the S&P was up um, 20% through the through the end of July. That was kind of a straight up thing when it's like, oh, inflation's coming down, the Fed's under control and whatever. But now the S&P is only up 10% for the year. The uh, Dow's basically flat. The S&P without those big tech stocks, which we talk about, is down 3%. The bond indices are down and bond funds are down a ton. And, and listen to this, like some of these bond stats. So for anyone who still owns bond funds in your portfolio, like if you open up that statement, it says, you know, fixed income fund, ag fund, things that are, and, and you can usually tell from those pie charts you get from your advisor, what portion is in bonds. Those have just been an absolute disaster. So if I look at the beginning, going back to the beginning of last year, beginning of 22, you got the main bond index is down 19%. And you got a lot of bond funds, Dave, that are down 30 or 40%. Wow. Right. And now let's 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 realize that we'll, like why did Wall Street, why did any advisor put you in bond funds? Well, because it's like 60, 40, 70, 30, 50, 50. And, you know, the 60, you know, yes, we have that 60s in stocks, let's say. 
and that's enough stocks for us. So the rest should be kind of safe in stuff that does well and stocks do poorly. And you end up with 40% of your money in bonds. And I see it every day when people walk into uh, our office offices and um, disaster. These things are supposed to be safe. Some of them down 20, 30%. And if your advisor is telling you your bond funds are coming back, they are not. In fact, it's been getting worse on a daily basis. You see the 10-year U.S. Treasury at 5%. Again, I never want to be the guy who's running around like the sky is falling, but it's a bit ugly out there. And one of the biggest drivers that I don't think is talked enough about is the extent of the federal deficit announced $1.7 trillion. Now, people, can we believe this? $1.7 trillion in this, these 12 months I think we're in. And, Dave, I was I was thinking, like, hey, the last time I checked, it was like a trillion. So, so I had to get to $1.7. Yeah. How did you know, it? I, I kind of pay attention to these things. And all of a sudden, someone said, you know, it's $1.7 trillion. I was like, what? Um, anyway, and that has a real effect on us. It's one thing to be like, oh, the government's like spending like a drunken sailor, but it affects no, us. It has You're an right. effect on us because it backs up interest rates as the government sells more and more bonds. That affects the valuation of stocks. That's knocking our stock portfolios down. You know, again, we're not a political show here, but these guys and gals in Washington have got to get it together. You cannot spend that kind of money. As to how to uh, take stock of this all, make sure that you're appropriately protected and planning for the long term. Folks get that when they come in and see us for a complimentary second opinion on their plan and portfolio. Dave, let's offer that opportunity to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Again, 617-674-2000. Coming up, we'll welcome into the studio Hackman Wealth Senior Vice President, Clear here. the clutter of Wall Street. We're back with the Wall Street sweeper, consumer advocate Dave Perkins, joined in the studio now with senior vice president and partner at Hackman Wealth Partners. That is Clear Hair. Clear Hair, a part of this show. Clear Hair, certainly a big part of the team at Hackman Wealth Partners and working with people and getting them right uh, with their financial lives, getting a good, clear picture of your financial life. Clear, you share a lot of stories with us while also sharing a, a lot of the things that we need to take a look at and consider and not only when we're in retirement but leading up to retirement you have a situation here where you had a, a young woman uh, I think you said early 50s inquiring about a Roth 401k and is it the case now that more companies are offering that option yes yeah, so this particular client she was a young emergency room nurse in her early 50s approximately also a single mother of a preschool child. She made a very good salary, but she was facing a high budget, and that was due to a lot of different factors, childcare expenses, also trying to plan for her retirement. And so now many workers, including herself, have this option of contributing to a Roth 401k. And they are relatively new products. So mm -hmm. basically, it's a new retirement tool. It's funded with after-tax money, and it grows tax-free in the years after. So in many ways, it's like a Roth IRA, but it has the additional benefit of allowing workers to save significantly more than is possible in an IRA, not to mention the company match. So when you get those choices, you're thinking, gee, I could give to the traditional 
IRA 401k within my plan, or maybe I should put some money in the Roth 401k. And so she was trying to figure out, do I put a portion of my earnings into this particular Mm -hmm. new vehicle or go with the earlier vehicle, the traditional 401k? So again, they designed these options to give workers more flexibility in their retirement saving. Now, in their retirement savings overall, but putting the money into the Roth 401k could give savers more spending money and lighter tax burdens when they're older. So they're not the best choice for everyone. So how do you figure it out? So you need to know certain things. You have to figure out your current spending, your future taxable income, which many people really don't know, and they might you know, try to guess that. Their life expectancy, again, we don't know exactly what that is, but we have an idea of range and some other factors. So if you don't have like actual data on these things, mm-hmm. which you know some of these things are unknowable, it makes the choice a little difficult, but you still have the opportunity to sort of reduce your lifetime tax bills and leave more money for your retirement or your beneficiaries. Yeah, as you said, I mean, I guess uh, so more and more companies are, are, are offering this. And also, Secure Act 2.0 allowed employers, I think it's um, it's up to them, but allowed employers to make matching contributions directly to the employee's Roth 401k, I guess, if they do offer that. It's kind of a with saving, uh, do you want the tax break now or do you want it later? Or, or maybe is it better to have a blend of the two strategies? Yes. So basically, you do have to think about that. Since the money coming out of the Roth is, you know, can be tax-free, it can be used to supplement your taxable income during years when retirees would otherwise be pushed into higher tax brackets. So again, remember, when you're retiring, you're taking your Social Security, some pensions possibly, and you can get pushed into a higher tax bracket more than you were before. Mm-hmm. RMDs count as income. So you have to figure out, you know, how does this work? Now, starting in 2024, Roth 401ks are going to be exempt from the distributions the government will require still with the traditional accounts. Mm -hmm. And so that means you can keep this Roth intact for your heirs and they don't have to pay tax on the money either, but they have to take the money out within a 10-year period. So really the classic Roth candidates are those people that are convinced their higher tax rates, their tax rate will be higher in retirement than they are now. And that fits a lot of many, you know, many younger workers with decades ahead of them. So they're saying, gee, I'm assuming taxes are going to go up. So I'm probably better off doing it this way now. Yeah, I've heard it said that they you could look at it like they're on sale now, taxes and yes. and, and thinking where they're going to go. And uh, as you said, uh, now there's the 10 year rule. The original Secure Act eliminated the stretch IRA. So uh, even though uh, non spousal beneficiaries have that 10 year time span to 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 clear it out, if if it's Roth, it's it's still it's no taxes involved in that, which is good. Yes. And it's really, it's a great choice for like sort of the classic mid-career worker as this woman was. It's sort of hard to predict whether they're going to be higher, you know, tax rates are going to be higher or lower in retirement. But, you know, again, some of these, you know, sources of retirement income, social security pensions, they provide estimates of benefits, but it's really impossible to predict what investment returns you're going to have that will determine what retirement account withdrawals you have to take in the future. So some people might intend to work in retirement or move to an income tax-free state, but they might find, gee, my circumstances have changed. So you really have to kind of examine this current tax rate with what you expect to pay in the future. So that's one of the things that we help clients with. We do have software tools that help us predict these future tax rates, what their earnings might be. But, you know, if, if for her, the best reason to recommend the Roth 401k was she thought her tax rates were going up. Yeah, and it's a valid concern. I mean, the Roth IRA was born in the late 90s and the Roth 401k 
came to be as an option in 2006. But I don't know. Uh, you, you deal with this certainly more than I do. It just seems like there seems to be now an interest in it more so than, you know, in the past. Is that yes, the case? I think that, yes, that's definitely true. I think I was reading that somewhere that they said Vanguard was quoted as saying only 17 percent of people that are eligible are putting money into that Roth 401k. So it's still a tip, you know, a relatively new way to think about your taxes and your retirement savings. Yeah, uh, but but it's certainly good to have it there as an option and just another strategy that I know that you can incorporate. in when talking to someone, if determining that is maybe good for them, at least in some capacity, and thanks to uh, uh, now passed away Delaware Senator William Roth, uh, the namesake ah, <laughs> for, for right. creating the Roth. Yeah, it, it actually is a good strategy to consider, if, and especially given where you said people feel like tax rates are going to go. So, yeah, another great story. And I'm sure that you um, you are working with her and getting the actually acting as a coach, which you do for so many who come to you before they retire. You you really kind of coach them in saving strategies. Exactly. And so we do put together a complete financial plan, not only tax optimized, but also looking at, you know, all the different sources of income that you'll have during your retirement, what your expenses are. So we just make sure that you're never going to run out of money and that you will pay the least amount in taxes that you can. Yeah, that's what it's all about, you know, making sure that uh, you don't overpay, certainly, in taxes. And there are a lot of moving parts to retirement planning, Claire, and more so now than ever. You don't have to go it alone. As always on this show, we make available the opportunity to schedule with Claire, you and Jack, and, of course, Russ, the entire team. Here is that chance to do just that at no cost, no obligation. Yes, and if you've saved over $500,000, not including your real estate, we'd love to meet with you in any of our offices and help you draw up your own personalized financial plan. They'll talk to you, uh, help you get a clearer picture of not only your financial life, but if you're near retirement, get a, a glimpse of what that retirement can be. Certainly, this is at no obligation, at no cost for the next five. Here's how to schedule. 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000, again, 617-674-2000. Well, there's much more Wall Street Sweeper to come on the way. Russ Hackman is back. you get a clear picture of your financial life on this show every week and especially in the office when you meet with them that's when they can really cut through the specifics this is the wall street sweeper with russ hackman president of hackman wealth partners russ focusing on retirement planning and years of experience in the financial industry uh russ we're going to look at some of the big issues that that people bring to you the big concerns they have in their portfolio and i know you like to talk about the turn off the tv plan we were talking about old classic shows like the monsters how great would it be to have a plan where you don't have to stay glued to cnbc or fox business and turn on the monsters so what are some, what are some of the big risks and concerns that we need to address turn on those old shows like like when i'm in the kitchen like i like to turn on like if i'm sort of doing something and yeah. i don't want to have to pay i turn on the old seinfelds they're just oh they're, they're very great. soothing and they still are there's always great. something you forgot right and they're the timeless except for the phone he uses where he has to pull the antenna up well uh, anyway uh yeah and and you know uh, we were opening the show with hey and people do ask me this it's it's almost like the cocktail party conversation 
you know, Russ, for people who come in and say, hey, I want a second opinion, because I think a lot of folks don't really know what's going on in their portfolios. So if they see the numbers ticking down, like what is going on? And then you look at your portfolio and a lot of them, you have this list of funds and it spans kind of everyone. Like nobody has been, almost nobody has been properly educated on all this stuff that ends up in your portfolio. It's not like you had, you know, financial planning 101 in college or high school or whatever. No. People are like, I don't understand why my portfolio is going down. I got no, Russ, you're telling me like hallmarks of plans are things like, hey, make sure that you have money when you're 95, no matter what, like make sure I got a plan for the next cat five storms. If the stock market drops in half, you know, make sure I have a tax plan. Like I don't have any of those people are calling in and are coming in and saying, you know, what's, what are the issues here? And, and yeah, it, it is, some of it is working with advisors who are not specialists in retirement planning. And so that's what we are. Almost all of our clients are 50, 55 and up. And the idea is, Hey, it's a, there's a big difference between being in sort of asset accumulation mode and then the mode of protect, grow, manage taxes, et cetera. That is a different mandate. And not every advisor does that. And it's just, you know, people have different specialties. But when I do actually sit down and say, look at these portfolios, well, one, there is no plan. Like anybody who has, I think, less than you know, two and a half, three million dollars, which of course is almost everybody mm -hmm. needs to have the question answered. Where's my money coming from if I'm still on this earth at age 95? Right? Exactly. I mean, we well, have to if factor you don't, that. If you, it's like, ah, I'm kind of hoping it lasting or they gave me a <laughs> calculator that said I'm probably going to go, not going to go broke. And like, no, that doesn't cut it. No, like, it doesn't. You're still alive at 95 or 100. Where's your money coming from? If you have three million plus, when we have a lot of clients like that too, then you don't as much have concern about running out of money. I'm not saying there's no concern. And then there's, you know, other key issues and things that we see. One is just asset misallocation, right? So if people have 60, 70, 80% of their money in stocks, and we know stocks can drop in half. You know, Warren Buffett says, don't have any money in the stock market. You can't afford to lose half of mm -hmm. then why? Do, you know, if you're already in a good situation, the number one rule is don't get out of a good situation. And how do you get out of a good situation? Well, you lose money, right? So just not too much stock market risk. I see that a lot. Just, just, you know, people having way too much risk. Uh, second of all is this like insidious fees and underperformance that, even if you do have the right asset allocation, well, the second thing I should say is just money and bonds. But I think people by now get that point from me that you should your allocation to bond funds and fixed income should be basically zero. Uh, I'd rather have that money in CDs earning five and a half percent. Right. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, we see issues around underperformance and uh, excess fees and when people do come in to see us, we do these portfolio x-rays. We get into, are your assets allocated appropriately? Where's your money coming from no matter what when you're age 95? What's your tax plan? And the list goes on. We offer that in these complimentary consultations. Let's offer that again to the folks, Dave. 
next five that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. Wall Street Sweeper, and we're back at it with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, the firm committed to giving you a clear picture of your financial life, and especially if you're entering retirement. We don't want it to be scary, but scary is our theme somewhat on the show today. We have one of our special features. This is Retirement Road Trip. Things to do in your go-go years, but this road trip has a Halloween theme. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another Retirement Road Trip. Come along if you dare. That's if you're not afraid of things that go bump in the night, because we're staying overnight at some of the most haunted places in the U.S. How about a nice, relaxing stay at the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast in Fall River, Massachusetts? August 4th, 1892, the bodies of Andrew and Abby Borden were discovered bludgeoned in their home. Prime suspect, their youngest daughter, Lizzie. This was America's first big media crime case, and just like another one we're familiar with, Lizzie was ultimately acquitted. It was due to a lack of physical evidence. Well, now the crime scene home is a bed and breakfast, and guests can sleep in one of its reportedly haunted rooms. Bet everyone's pretty sleepy at the breakfast at this B&B. Okay, I just booked us a room at a very lovely hotel. It's the one that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining. We'll be staying in the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. F.O. and Flora Stanley opened the isolated resort in 1909. According to staff, Mrs. Stanley can be heard playing her Steinway piano in the music room at night. Supposedly, Mr. Stanley shows up in photographs. Paranormal experts say the Stanley Hotel is one of the nation's most active ghost sites. Oh, and guest bedrooms have a TV channel that plays The Shining on a 24-hour loop. We're not sailing away, but we're staying overnight on a ship. It's the RMS Queen Mary, now permanently docked in Long Beach, California. She enjoyed three years as a luxury ship before being transformed into a World War II troop ship in 1939. At the conclusion of the war, she was restored to her former glory and traversed the Atlantic for nearly two more decades. Now she's a floating hotel and restaurant, reportedly haunted by the spirits of those who died on board. The room rates here are actually extremely reasonable. I wonder why. If you have a good, solid retirement plan, the only haunted stories you'll deal with are the ones on this spooky retirement road trip. You know, Russ, one house that is not included in there is the... Um, I was trying to hold back and laughing through the whole thing so I wouldn't be disturbing the listeners. Go ahead. The Winchester House. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Sarah Winchester, the heiress to the Winchester Rifle Fortune. Uh, uh, she ended up, through her life, she turned an eight-room house into a sprawling 160-room mansion. She just continued with construction. And uh, wow. there are a couple of theories why. But one theory has it is that she did that after meeting with a medium who told her she needed to continue to build rooms for the souls lost from Winchester rifles. <laughs> I mean, that whole spooky road trip. Uh, I mean, we're going to be doing more of these road trips and they're fun, like fun places to go right. that you and when you're done working. But I don't know. That one was a nightmare, Dave. Yeah, I'd there love that. There are people that. that like spooky stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm not one of them. You're not I, one. You know, I, can't, I can't tell you. So, again, speaking of spooky, we were, we were talking in the previous segment about sort of issues with portfolios 
And, you know, the, again, the sort of the biggest ones we're seeing, like asset misallocation, mm-hmm. too much equities, money in bonds, that underperformance I was touching on, it's a very big one. That's very insidious because, you know, what can easily happen if you're in these bunches of funds that almost everybody is in, if I track those versus the various indices, I see the fees. Sometimes I see hidden fees in them. I see underperformance. Sometimes that adds up to a good two or three percent, right? So if we have people in who have a million dollars, two million, three million, and, and up, you know, there's there's plenty of situations where we see like you can easily save one percent a year, like not even close, right? Mm-hmm. I see that almost every time in terms of it looks. You know, there's no guarantees in, in any of this, but like it is mighty sure we can get additional 1%, right? And that's, yeah. you know, 10 grand on 10, 10 grand a year on a million dollar portfolio and do the math for other sizes, right? So, and I see it in almost every portfolio of people that come in. So, uh, transition to another opportunity, come in and see us. We'll look at your portfolio. We'll identify your underperformance and, and fees, uh, excess fees if there are any. And, uh, you know, there's almost something where we see like, hey, we can move the needle. Let's offer that, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000-617-674-2000-617-674-2000. A busy week for listeners sending us questions. We'll tackle as many as we can after this short break. sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street and giving you a clear picture of your financial life. Russ Hackman, that's what he does here every week. And he, Claire, Jack, and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners do that on a one-on-one basis meeting with you. The Wall Street Sweeper continues, and we've come to the portion of the show where Russ answers listener questions. Let me tell you how you can submit a question to Russ to be answered on the show. It's really easy. Go to the website, hackmanwealth.com, hackmanwealth.com, and click the radio tab to submit yours and we'll get to some questions in a second first though we have another feature we call this one funny money and we've titled this funny money con to honest funny money or not so funny money this time we're talking about funny money two stories here one of a con man the other of an honest man In 1919, the common story goes, J.D. McMahon, a Philadelphia oil man and promoter, swindled investors after making them believe he would build a 480-foot high-rise office building in Wichita Falls, Texas. Instead, they got a 480-inch, that's 40 feet, four-story building with no stairway, also known as the world's littlest skyscraper. Legend has it McMahon took the money and went on the run. When investors tried to sue him, a judge told them that they had approved the building exactly as it was built. None of the investors had noticed that the scale on the blueprints was in inches instead of feet. Now to the honest man. In 1984, Detective Robert Cunningham was at Sal's Pizzeria near Yonkers, New York, when he was about to pay his bill. He made a deal with his server, Phyllis Penzo, that instead of paying her a tip, they would split the winnings of a $1 lottery ticket he had just purchased. 
Well, on April 1st, yes, April Fool's Day, weird timing, he called up Penzo to tell her that he had just won $6 million with that ticket and she was entitled to half of it. The two would split $285,715 a year for the next 21 years. From con to honesty, that's funny money. I'm Dave Perkins. I don't know if you really get away with that fake skyscraper, but, that, you know, that was sort of back. 1919, know. people were more, they just didn't look at it close enough. But, yeah, that was I a guess. gutsy move. All right, Greg's well, got a question for you, Russ. Here he's saying, yeah, shoot, and man. he's in the doghouse, I think. In retrospect, I probably made a mistake not electing to have a spousal benefit from my wife on my military pension, but I can't go back and change that now. How do I make sure that she has enough remaining assets to live on, assuming that I die first? Well, yeah, let's let's talk for a minute about just the concept of pensions, because we see this more and more. If you're out there, you have a pension coming to you, uh, and there's not a uh, a gazillion people that have pensions, but there's plenty. Uh, and in particular, uh, you know, people that work in the healthcare field, we see them, obviously federal workers. Uh, and some of those um, some of those pensions have the ability to take a lump sum at a certain time instead of taking the pension. Like the federal ones don't have that mm-hmm. um, ability. But you know, there are some and those lump sums have really been swinging around with interest rates. So that decision and we get a lot of people coming in, I need to decide what to do with, you know, do I, do I take a pension election? Do I take a lump sum? How do I invest that money? So on and so forth. So that's one of the things that we advise people on. As it pertains to Greg, well, as you alluded to, Dave, he may be in the doghouse because as a retired military member, I guess he didn't make the spousal election. And so, you know, that's certainly concerning uh, because if he passes away, then the pension is gone, right? Uh, and that's a little bit similar to like a bad form of annuity. There's, as we tell people, there's sort of good and lousy forms of annuities. The not so hot version uh, is one that basically discontinues when you die or there's no residual value. Now, if you're only a single person, you got no beneficiaries, you know, that's not the end of the world. But for Greg, it's like, okay, if you and we see this from time to time where people have made those elections for one reason or another. And then the question is, okay, if I die, what, you know, my spouse, what are they going to get? And if, you know, assets are finite, they may need to look at a private market annuity, one that acts like a pension And sometimes you can set those up on very favorable terms so that it's not triggered until he passes away, which hopefully isn't for a long time. Right. And in that case, the actual you you might be might be able to put only a couple hundred grand aside in it. And it may be it can be a really big number if it's not likely to start for, you know, 15, 20, 25 years. It could be 25, 30, 35, 40 grand a year even for 200 grand down. So, I mean, obviously those are ballpark numbers, but Mm -hmm. uh, there are some options. What do we got next, uh, Dave? Uh, It's windy. In 2021, I rolled over a 403B plan from a previous job into an IRA. Then I made a Roth conversion of the full amount under 50,000. Now, obviously that conversion makes the full amount income. Is there a particular IRS form that I need to file for this? 
Well, when you do a Roth conversions, and you know this is a confusing area for folks, but the notion, the idea of a conversion or Roths, obviously we talk about Roths, they're great. Uh, if you can get money into them, that's great. It's hard to do out of earned income. The best way to get a lot of money into a Roth is to do a conversion. And all that means is I have an IRA, not a 401k, but I've got money in an IRA. And then I voluntarily take some money out of it earlier than I have to. And I put it in a Roth instead. When I take that withdrawal, I uh, am taxed, right? Federal state tax. Uh, but if I do, and then I'm allowed to put that money right into a Roth where it can then grow tax-free forever, and potentially my kids can have it grow tax-free for 10 years. So not a bad strategy, particularly if right after retirement, you may have some pretty low-income years, maybe before you start Social Security. It's like, oh, aha, if I could take some money out of my IRA and be in like the 12 or the 22% tax bracket, that's pretty awesome. And to Wendy's point, you can then, if you do that, you take that money out, you don't have to worry about a particular tax form. The whatever financial institution you took the money out of the IRA, they're going to give you a 1099. And that 1099 gets then added to your income for that year. If you're using TurboTax on your own or you give it to your accountant, then uh, that'll take care of that. Um, and obviously, when you do the conversion, you want to be prepared to pay the taxes either by doing withholding or having the money set aside. So Roth conversions are part of tax planning, and that is that tax liability estimate, the amount of taxes that you need to pay. And is there anything you can do about it on your IRAs, on your 401ks? That's a very, very important question and part of planning. Uh, and we provide that in our complimentary consultations. Let's offer another opportunity, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, a client case study from Russ. Wall Street Sweeper back with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, offering financial and retirement complete comprehensive services in a holistic approach, helping you get a clear picture of your financial life. Russ, Claire, Jack, and the team at Hackman Wealth. Russ, I love your uh, your case studies, those that Claire and Jack share as well. Uh, on, on the show, we all can relate to at least parts of these stories. And yeah. before, before we get into the details of what you have, there are good financial examples on getting on uh, a plan, getting that plan that you have and you craft for people on the right path. Uh, but first, you also, part of that process is good relationships you build. Well, yeah, and I think this part of financial planning is, you know, when we talk about it uh, on the radio financial planning, it's re it's re re and sometimes even in meetings, it's easy to get lost in the weeds of the numbers and how should I invest and so much, so so on and so forth. But I think the biggest part of financial planning is a true partnership between you and your financial advisor. Now, those kinds of terms like partnership with someone that's kind of some of those terms are just kind of overused. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, what I really mean is you have 
it's a kind of partnership you might have if you had an illness and a doctor you were really lying on. Like we all have, I don't know, I wouldn't call it an illness, but like something to take care of, which is our financial future, right? <laughs> it could so be sick it, if you don't. Think of it as important as your health. And if you don't have a, a full plan, then you're certainly missing something from your health. And so a good financial advisor, it doesn't have to be us, but a good financial advisor really has your back. You know, I have, you know, some of these sayings that I use and, and uh, our regular listeners have heard this one, but I think it stands to reason that everyone needs, a, by the time you're 85 or 90 or whatever, pick an age, you need a few people that you can really trust uh, so that you're not going to, you know, make some mistakes or get taken advantage of. You know, one of them is that good doctor. The other, I say a little tongue in cheek, but it's true as a good mechanic. <laughs> no, absolutely. Right? Like, oh, you don't need you need three thousand dollar break jobs like what? Uh, and I think you need a good financial advisor. Um, and if you're a couple, you you know, you're not going to live forever. Uh, both of you to the same exact age. And I think everyone as they gets older needs somebody who knows what's going on and is a younger than them. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm 53 and then, you know, some of my partners are younger. We got a, we got a great team, but uh, we, because we have a number of clients, obviously we're constantly dealing with the, the, the sort of the ups and downs of life. So, I mean, by, by that, I mean, we have people whose spouses die every year. We have people, so, you know, there's, and you know, there's babies that come. That's great, right? Good stuff, like planning for grandchildren, maybe passing money to grandchildren. That's great stuff. Also, um, you know, illnesses and just all these things that occur in life, especially at those times, you really need somebody. You don't need to be worried about your money, right? And um, I want to give an example uh, of both sort of the financial side, but also the relationship side. Mm -hmm. uh, we started working with a couple three months ago. They had saved, they'd done a great job job saving. They'd saved about $3 million. Uh, she, though, was really kind of dealing with all the money as well as kind of the main uh, breadwinner. Uh, he had done okay sort of in his jobs, but she was sort of the, um, you know, the main person making a living it, but then also... Uh, you know, managing the money and dealing with the financial advisors. And um, and also at the beginning of, of our relationship, like he was struggling with a bit of an illness. So she was already pretty, pretty cognizant of like they were in their early 70s of, hey, we're not going to both live forever here. Right. So and they also had, you know, which I think, you know, many, many of us have, if not all of us had is sort of a modern family, meaning that there had been different spouses and mm -hmm. kids from different marriages. And there was, in this case also, there was a special needs kid that would need to be provided for. And when we sat down with them and just started talking about kind of the financial side of things, we saw some of those things that I often see. We saw that, you know, $3 million, they had 75, 80% of their money in stocks, right? Um, and um, they have uh, pretty significant, even within that, they had underperformance of their stock. But just that in and of itself, when I said like, hey, you know, if we just did the math here and the market really, you know, took a dive, like you could lose well over a million dollars. You know, she was like, look, I just, you know, like, isn't my financial advisor supposed to have talked to me about this risk? And I'm like, why do I have this risk? Right. right. And it can be like, well it can seem kind of like a blinding glimpse of the obvious, but in their case, it was like, 
hey, I used to, in their case, it was like, hey, I used to deal with XYZ person and now I'm dealing with someone else and I don't really talk to them and they're not being proactive. And she was at a point where they, and they were at a point where they had plenty of money. And again, the point when you have plenty of money is don't lose it. Right. Right. Doesn't mean take your risk to zero, but there's no way you should be having like way more than half your money in stocks. Almost nobody, unless you got $10 million and you really like that. Right. But I think almost nobody should have more than half their money in stocks. They also were facing issues with inadequate cash flow. Uh, but she's also kind of saying like, hey, I got no partner here uh, and, you know, I, I need some help. And then secondly, and then lastly, was this with this modern family was, you know, we there's the estate planning hadn't been done. There was needs for a special needs trust. There was a need for, you know, providing for different people differently and understanding the different sequence of like who could pass away first we get into that estate planning with people. Uh, we coordinate with lawyers uh, to get that done. And it's been great, particularly since we implemented risk reduction in the last couple of months. And, and you know, the, at least the markets have been down since then. It's not to say like, hey, we were geniuses doing this, but it's it's nice to know like you reduce risk and it was smart, right? You're seeing like immediate returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in her case, what also just happened uh in the last week was she called me and said he passed away right oh. and you know she's just like i'm dealing with the kids and the funeral and everything and you know for me to be able to say listen i got you you don't have to worry about this stuff at all that means a lot this seems like a year where there's been a lot of that i don't, I don't know why but you know for me mm. to be able to say that really i'm like okay that's why i get out of bed in the morning right like exactly. that level of partnership she knows from getting to know me, like, it's not me saying, hey, I'm your party. You're going to be okay. It's like, she knows, like, hey, Russ has got me. That's right? good. And our, you know, our other colleagues, our other partners, uh, Jack and Claire, you know, the same way. Like, again, we can't prevent a meteor from hitting the earth, but we can be your solid partner. We take a conservative approach and we want to make sure. And we're also here when you can't be staring at your money every day because life is happening we're here to be your partner. And uh, that kind of partnership is super important. It goes way beyond the numbers. And if you'd like to come in and talk to us about that kind of partnership, give us a call, please. Uh, next five calls that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. What's ahead in the markets before year's end? We'll look at that next. the clutter of Wall Street and get it clearing up that financial life from the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham and Waltham, the Wall Street sweeper with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. And Russ, you know, the older you get, the the more time flies, but we're already close to the end of 2023. It's hard to believe, but what's ahead? What what are we looking at? There's still more fall volatility. What's the winter going to be like? What's 2024 going to be like? I mean, are we supposed to start thinking about the New Year's resolutions we did not fulfill? That's right. I feel like we were just talking about It really does seem like a month ago. Yeah. Well, crazy. But, you know, and we're looking at the markets there. You know, we when we put plans together, when we have portfolios, we expect volatility. We seem to be at like a pretty 
dangerous point right now where you have just so many things piled up. And I, I try to tell people because people tell me all the time, like, hey, Russ, the world is crazy, right? People, you know, always tell me that because it is always crazy, right? Mm -hmm. It seems a little extra crazy now in terms of, you know, geopolitical environment. You really have the outlook on inflation is kind of uncertain. The U.S. Treasury, we're really going to still, I know people like, let's not get, let's not, we're not here to be too geeky about the numbers, but like, look at the 10-year treasury. It is bouncing around 5%. Again, the, the U.S. Treasury is selling $1.7 trillion worth of debt into a falling bond market. Interest rates rise, bonds fall, mm-hmm. right? So, and vice versa. So, selling all that debt into this market and the bond markets are saying, hey, there's no sign of fiscal responsibility in Washington. It's totally crazy what's going on there, right? And, uh, you know, apparently there's like no government uh, hardly. Uh, there's no Congress hardly with no Speaker of the House, right? So right. it's it's just totally kind of nuts what's going on there. So, you know, the point being, again, not that it is, uh, you know, chicken little and the sky is falling. Yeah, it's not that, but... It is a time to be extra vigilant. If you feel like you've been kind of putting off looking at your portfolio or like, oh, things are down. I'm not sure I should. Now's the time to act. I'm telling you, first of all, if you got bonds, it's just not too late to act because that whole asset class has been a has been a disaster. And if the U.S. government is still selling a trillion plus a year, then the bond market is not going in a friendly direction we can say that. And those interest rates drive equity returns. Now, on the flip side, the returns on safe assets keep getting better with interest rates rising. So five and a half percent CDs, right? Why not have those in a plan? Yeah. Anyway, time to wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in. Uh, we have so many uh, frequent listeners as well. Uh, especially appreciate you. And uh, one last opportunity to give us a call. Uh, next five that has saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000 to schedule at one of the offices around Boston. It's four of them, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. Watch out for the trick-or-treaters and have a great rest of the weekend. We'll see you next week on the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman, Claire Hare, and Jack Young are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, a registered investment advisor, and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, Jack Young, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Indexed or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investment. 
investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, or surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and or other compensation, such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A Item 4, for additional information.